So let me ask you a few things before we wrap this up. Are you a a cosplayer? I am. So you're not a, a professional cosplayer. Oh, but I okay. do cosplay. So you do cosplay, but what's the difference between cosplaying for, let's just say, for a festival and cosplaying for a comic con or sorts? Well, for a festival, you're more like a unicorn, a princess. You know, you're wearing little things here and there. You want to be comfortable, but you still want to represent the thing that you like. That's the difference. Um, at a comic con, you're in an AC ventilated venue. Um, you're with your my people, which is the nerds. So you have to be on point. So you have to like fully represent who you're dressing up as that day mm. and be in full character because fans will come up to you and want to take pictures and want to interact with you as the character that you're portraying. Well, so that's a, the difference. That's <laughs> actually pretty good. Um, what's the life of a cosplayer? What's that about? It's stressful because. You want to make sure that your costume is on point. You want to make sure that it represents the character and that people will see you going down the street and know, oh, shit, she's made Sama or, oh, shit, she's Robin from One Piece. Mm -hmm. You know, so you, you as the person trying to interpret that character, you want to make sure that your costume is on point. Um, I've done Wonder Woman. She's always been my first to go Wonder Woman. I'm going to do Evil Lynn from He-Man. That's the next one on my list. Oh. So, uh, but I also want to do Robin from One Piece. So, it, like, her costume is simple, but you have to put, like, those specific little details in your outfit to make Robin come out, not Jeanette. So, it's it's stressful. It's stressful, but at the same time, it's fun when people recognize the character that you're doing and they talk to you about it and they want to take pictures with you. And that's, yeah. I love that. I love that. And and people can find you as a cosplayer in the same pace as Vincent. Like people know you as Vincent in the cosplay community, or no, is it Jeanette? It's Jeanette. <laughs> really? They know. I mean, this is where I was going back. Mm -hmm. uh, Jeanette is the cosplayer. Jeanette's the nerd. Jeanette loves anime. Jeanette loves Star Wars. Jeanette loves soccer. This is Jeanette. So Vixen J is the hardcore promoting bitch that's <laughs> trying to get. You know, it's trying to get people inside her events and, right. and boss bitch queen, right? Jeanette in the comic wor book world, in the comic con world, is nerdy Jeanette actually having fun with other nerds, not being judged by anybody. Right. And actually enjoying the time that I put on my costume and me enjoying the time they put in their costumes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Does it? I don't know. <laughs> I take, I'll take Does it. Does it? Yeah. I take that. <laughs> so that's so that's why they know me as Jeanette or Jay. They don't know me as Vixen Jay. Mm. Um, a lot of them can associate me with the promoter side because they just know me as the the nerd girl. <laughs> so when they actually go into my Instagram and they see that I have this whole other person, they're like, "What the fuck? Really? You promote? <laughs> you met? You met? You know Morgan Page? You hung out? You hung out with Gareth Emery? Like?" Yeah, like shit. Damn, that's cool. <laughs> Is there like a similarity that you met a lot of these people that follow you as a cosplayer that they like they're into EDM as well? Yes. Yes. And if you ever got to any Comic Cons, mm -hmm. um, the Florida Supercon and Megacon, at the end of every night, they have a rave in the actual venue. So you see my cosplayers as ravers, and then that's my opportunity to tell them, hey, you know, I'm doing this event. Oh, that's perfect. That's perfect right there. Yeah. <laughs> so so what prompted you to become a, a cosplayer in all so, this? So growing up, my parents came from Cuba and Guatemala. They didn't speak any English. So mm -hmm. I was Spanish speaking my whole time growing up. Mm -hmm. So I was in ESOL classes till middle school. Um, I was the odd girl out. No one really spoke to me. Um, I was alone, mostly because I didn't speak English, mm -hmm. right? And then what? Whatever English I did talk, um, it was broken, I guess. So I was constantly getting made fun of. So I remember one day I was six years old. I'll never forget this. I went home and I was crying, and I was telling my mom that nobody wanted to play with me at school, that they were just making fun of me because I didn't know how to speak. And she turned on Wonder Woman on TV, and. Um, wow. And um, 
she taught me that, you know, that you're strong and that you shouldn't be, you know, bothered because you didn't fit in. And um, because of her, I love Wonder Woman and what Wonder Woman represents. And she will always be my favorite character because of that. And now that I'm a mom, I've raised my daughter and my son with the same confidence that my mom gave me because of this character. So that's, that's <laughs> very beautiful. That's very filled. That's very sweet that your mom saw a problem and looked for a solution that can actually yeah. fulfill you. And it's amazing that it led you into, of all people, Wonder Woman, <laughs> yeah. which is being idolized back in the days. Yeah. As this powerful woman that can she do is. anything, like no and, matter what. And yeah, it still so, does to this day. Oh, to this day. So me dressing up as Wonder Woman brought me confidence, mm -hmm. I guess. Because I felt like, yeah, I was Wonder Woman too. Fuck you. You can't deal with me. Da, 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 right. da. So that's what got me into the whole cosplaying. I mean, I, people say it's like dressing up for Halloween, but no, it's not. You put more into it. Halloween is just once a year and you just buy a costume online and that's it. Mm -hmm. Cosplaying is more... You buy some things, but you make the other parts yourself, which mm. makes it personal. Yeah. Um, cosplaying, I was never judged. I was always accepted. Um, they spoke my language, so I didn't feel left out. Um, I, I cosplaying is it's my world. It's it's my life, and I wish I had more time to make it professional. Um, but I, I can't with everything that's going on right now. But I participate as much as I can and. And I, I love it. I the, the nerd me, it's it's me. It's it's Jeanette. I, I like that explanation because you, going to these cons and be is literally a safe haven for it people. Is. It is for people that have been bullied down or exactly. have been having some hardships, and this is their own fantasy. There is all skate room, and they feel wholesome in all this yes. and. I always thought that maybe one these days, you know, as 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 the podcast grows, maybe I can be in the in one of these cons and be a spokesperson of sorts. That'll be awesome. That's actually a goal that I want to do in my life one time. Like I want to go to these cons, not just for the fun of it, but just for be a spokesperson and tell these people it's like, hey guys, I'm I'm in your same position. I wasn't there in your shoes as well. Mm -hmm. I've gone for so much shit and look where I am right now. So like I can do this. I'm pretty sure you can do it. You know, of course. Just... Absolutely. So that's something Absolutely. that's a personal goal of mine that I want to do in my life in the future. Once things you know, get moved. I mean, no, you could do it now. Megacon was moved to August. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure if you reach out to the coordinator now, you let them know they'll probably give you a panel for yourself and you just promote it. I'll be there. <laughs> uh, that'll be dope. I'll be dope. I'll be more than happy to do so, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, is there like a limitation to how much of a following you need to get to do stuff like that? Or do no, I have to you just, pay? You just have to. Well, I'm not sure about the paying. I'm sure probably you do have to pay for your spot. Uh -huh. I'm not sure. But um, you just tell them the concept of what it is, the panel that you want to do. And you just have to be sure that you fill the room. Because if you don't, then they will just cancel out mm, your, your Got time. you. Got you. Well, that's something I will, I will hoping to do in the future. You know, who knows? Maybe I'll do it this year. Doing it. But that's definitely a personal goal that I want to do for, for any of these cons, you know. And, and yeah, I always I never got into the cons until when I moved here. Mm -hmm. And then when I went to Florida con, I was like, whoa, this is dope. Oh, that's small. Megacon is amazing. And then the one in Tampa is even better. I bet. I bet. We met, we met Stan Lee in that one before he passed. Rest in peace to the legend. Yeah, we met him. Um, we met the cast of Stranger Things. Oh. We met um we met so many people. It was so fucking cool. And like you you don't want to nerd out. You're like, ah. <laughs> you try you try to contend yourself like calm yourself. Like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. And oh. then of course Phil and I, professionals, we will take our Funkos and have them autographed Sang. by the person that oh. was there. Um, the same thing with comic books. Oh, I have a story. So I don't know if you're familiar with um Jose Delbo. 
the comic book illustrator? No, I'm sorry. He was the first one that drew Wonder Woman in 1972. Oh, okay. And he's from Spain. The most funniest little old man. He's amazing. And the reason why he's a dear friend to me and every time I go to the cons, he's the first person I see and he remembers me is because he draws Wonder Woman with a Hispanic twist. Like he gives her the nice fuller lips, the hair. He he draws her like, you know, it's Wonder Woman, but he gives her like certain little details that makes her look Hispanic. Right. And I fucking love him for that. So he signed for free, for free, because he knows like we bonded with each other. Yeah. Um, he signed for free his first comic book, issue one and two, that came out in 1978. He signed it for me there, and I have him framed on my on my wall. That's sick. Yo, I remember. I know that feeling. I know that feeling because, (laughs) hey, oh, by the way, I've been to New York Comic Con. I'm dying to go there and the San Diego one. San Diego is impossible to get. I know. Like you gotta me, get them like years in advance. Yeah, and, and once suck someone's dick, I guess. I don't know what it is, but we try and we did the whole ref- you you know the episode of Big Bang yes. Theory when they make that fun refresh. <laughs> we thought the whole thing, and it's the moment so it was our turn, it's all sold out. It was like it had first day and Sunday available. That's it. Yeah, and we're like when everybody's leaving and nobody's really there. Yeah, and we're like, bro, we come in on a Thursday, we leave on a Sunday, so it's like, yeah, you know, it's funny. Comic cons are like the rave festivals for ravers, but for nerds. (laughs) Yep. And then you have those individuals that combine both worlds together. I'm. I always try to find. You know, believe it or not, somebody recognized me. Um. Supercon and yeah, I think it was Comic Con as well. Somebody recognized me. It's like, holy okay. shit, you're Wolfson. I'm yeah. like, hi, what's up? And he's like, what are you doing here? Like, I'm like, you know this stuff. <laughs> I mean, I love this stuff. I mean, look, like, yeah, Naruto, I know. Naruto, Naruto. Gundams and Naruto is my favorite shit. Like That's my Princess Leia tattoo right there. So yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. See, well, Kingdom yeah, Hearts sure. and the Ochiha. So it's like you know, I had I got COVID in November. Oh no! Was, no, but luckily it wasn't that bad. I had like the little cough, but I was just in bed. I couldn't get out of bed. It was like a really bad fatiga. I couldn't move, so I was in bed for fourteen days, paid of course, thanks to my job. So it was like a paid vacation, and I caught up with all of my anime. I saw One Punch Man season two. I oh, I'm going to watch it now, too. Oh, my God. It's amazing. He's yeah. so sarcastically funny. Yes. I, love him. <laughs> I saw um, Made Sama. I finished like maybe five seasons of One Piece. Like I was just like Uber eating and like just binge watching my anime. <laughs> Bro, I haven't even. One Piece is like the one show that you know what I'll wait when it's, it's done. Never and it's not. It's not. It's gonna keep going. Then from what I've give heard. me give me the special movie so I can watch the special movies and then get caught up with the re- recent oh episode. That's God, the I only finished, way I, I can. Finished. That's the only way I can do it, guys. I can't do one by one like th- I did it with Naruto because obviously oh, I Naruto, but Naruto is doable. Uh, well, it, I mean, for me and Naruto, it was like every week I get to see Naruto. And right. same goes with uh, my Black Clover. I Every yeah. week I get to see them. So it's easier for me. But if I haven't started from the beginning, that was my my uh, mistake. Uh, not starting One Piece from the beginning. I did start yeah. like in the first five seasons. I, I left that five. I couldn't do anymore. I left it when they were fighting Killer Croc. When, yes. when Luffy defeated Killer Croc. Okay, so we were about the same, the same timeline. Yeah. Okay. So that's the last time I... That's when I stopped. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm seeing all these episodes of these clips in my Facebook feed or YouTube. And I'm like, God damn. This shit is badass. And then I I, I came across um, Promised Neverland. Oh. Season two started already. So I'm dying to see season two. I've seen some of the clips. I'm like. You have to see it. I don't know. It's not not my cup of tea, but I know what it's about. And I know it's how fucked up it's it is so dark and twisted yeah like, oh, holy shit it's all <laughs> fucked up like i've i know this I can't, i'm dying to go home and see season two like ah uh, i love it <laughs> I bet. my hero academia that, yes finish that one too yeah i love it i, I have that one in common with my daughter my daughter and i watched that one 
I continue to watch it and and I continue to read the manga. And one, oh my god, the manga where it's at right now. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait when it's like all life and color. Like this shit is gonna go nuts. Like, <laughs> oh, it's gonna blow everybody's mind. Like I already know what's happening. Whenever with people who don't read the manga, when it does happen, stand back and stand by because shit is about to go yeah, down. For sure. For sure. Like, for sure. Um, and then I saw the Bleach movie on Netflix. I'm like, what the fuck? Not the, no, like not the it. Netflix. The Netflix is garbage. That did. Uh, that did. Alex, the... I mean, the main guy, cute. But you don't have a thing for Asian guys. Yeah. Cute guy, cute. Storyline was like. Uh, that, that's why I love, I love Bleach. I love Bleach. Bleach. Uh, well, I was about to tell you my story about when, when you met your, your hero. <laughs> it's related to that because my really? hero is Johnny John Bosch. Oh. <laughs> and for those who don't know who Johnny John Bosch is for Google my it. listeners, Google it. But I'll <laughs> give you a little brief. Everybody knows that guy from Bleach. Yep. Ichiko Gurasaki. Yep. Devil May Cry. Nero. Yeah, um, Nero. Yes. 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 Geass. Yes. Lelouch. Yes. Um, if you've seen Demon Slayer, Mm-hmm. He's one of he's one of the characters, one of the badass characters. Yep. I forget, I keep forgetting his name, but he is there. I, I he's been on multiple places. I knew that guy when Before he was the Black Power Ranger. That's right. After the second season or so that they switched characters, he's the second Black Power Ranger. And then he oh, was shit. and then he was with the Power Rangers all the way to Turbo or space, yep. something like that, and he was all yeah. the way to the end. Oh my! I wow! I didn't put those two together. Mind blown. So, so when, you are a fan, my friend. So when I met him in person, because he was doing a Devil May Cry panel with the rest of the cast, like who mm-hmm. play Dan Southworth, who plays Virgil, and he's also a Power Ranger, mm-hmm. and then the other two characters, Dante and and V, like they were all together and what I, I didn't care about anyone I only care about him and when I met him oh my god did I I acted like a fucking fangirl yeah, I feel because it. I couldn't contain it <laughs> I was I was shaking and trembling the whole yeah. time it's like yeah. and I, I give them like I I I hate when I do but well I hate the when many people say like I'm your biggest fan and blah 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 just to suck up and not no, I no, could, you are I couldn't, I couldn't, I have to say it. I was like, man, Johnny, big fan. Like, look, I love you on Bleach. I love you on Devil May Cry and some other shit. But I've been a fan of you since you were the Black Ranger. And I'm sure you blew him away because I'm sure nobody brought that up. He was, he was like, whoa, wow. So you really do see me on my, I just like, yeah, man. I was like, bro, I follow you all through. And obviously you're my favorite character in Devil May Cry and Bleach. Like Ichigo is like, like. Out of all the animes that I love, I love Naruto. It's always going to be my heart. But Bleach is always like the un- the underdog of anime. Like you need to have a, a love relationship with Bleach to understand, to comprehend that, you know, mm-hmm. because and I love that. And, I, and he signed me the it's around here. I don't know where okay. it is. <laughs> it's around here. It's, he signed it up with my name and says, nice. like, thank you for always supporting me since the Ranger days. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. And then I got and managed to talk to him for a little bit just to give, you know, hints. It's like, hey, so what other future stuff you're planning to do? It's like, oh, there's a lot of things coming on the word. So you uh, hopefully you get to see them. And, and I told well, us, why don't you like get into the whole comic con scene in the interviewing? And like, because you, you obviously came naturally. You're already asking him what was his next you know, project and stuff. So you could probably do the same thing at the Comic-Cons. I mean, I'm hoping to do... Um, it's something I learned as I was coming up with building the podcast. It's right. like, know your target audience. Who are the people that you're targeting at? Like, they say they say that don't target all because you cannot... You're not going to have all of them listening. Of course. Way. Of course. So obviously, what I know more... And what I love to do every on a daily basis is the music, the industry, like right. entertainment itself, like as an audio engineer and producer and whatnot. So I focus more on that aspect. And I figure maybe down the line, 
as soon as I get this ball rolling even further, that's where I go. Because believe it or not, voice acting is part of the entertainment industry. That is true. So if I fuck around a little bit more with this, then I can also jump into that. And if I can that do the true. voice acting stuff, then you're in. You're set, uh, baby. Then I'm set. Then <laughs> then I could be I can please myself by going to these music festivals of and course. going to these comic cons. There you go. And I'm See? two birds with one stone. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. <laughs> and I can and I I can I can argue that it's like, yo, believe it or not, movie like comic book movies or animes and mangas and comic books and they're all part of the industry because they're all television it's all related to the industry and they all have the similar stories as Mm -hmm. as any other up and comers right so that's there's the common ground so i can actually jump in and do this and do that right it's a goal it's like it's a personal goal like i like i told you it's a personal goal that i want to reach and i'm be super so to get there you know Mm-hmm. And yeah, voice acting is actually another thing that I'm always intrigued to do. I could see you as a character voice. I could. I I mean, I've done so many vocal packs for these labels that it 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 it, it intrigues me. I mean, I've right. I've done the I've done a um, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna do some free expressions for the Woo! for the listeners and the the viewers. <laughs> um, here's me imitating Goofy. Gosh. Oh, yuck. Oh, yuck. Oh. That's, that, that, the hiccup is always a hard one, but of I can course. always say, gosh, darn. I wonder how I can do this. Oh, yuck. <laughs> the Scooby-Doo, which is like, hello, Raffi. <laughs> Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Oh, my God. And of course, like, if I think like I'll fit in more in the antagonist category. Because I always, okay. I always have those. Um, now you've dared to enter my lair. Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> well then, let me show you what I am. Lord, no, you shall die. <laughs> I can see that. I could see that. You know, my girlfriend said the same thing to me. Like she can see me being this voice actor, impersonating and all this. I I can see it. So that's another hobby, a fun hobby that I would love to do in my life. Something I want to fulfill myself. And, you know, it leads to something. It's like, go for it. I I don't care. I'll do it for fun because I love it. So, you know, it's it's just, it's it's fun, you know, to talk about all this sort of stuff because it all relates to well, you're mani- you're manifesting it to the world, so yeah, basically. <laughs> you never know. You never know who's listening out there and be like, "Yo, you know, we could probably get this guy to, you know, interview people in our in our next event." You never know. You never know. You never I agree. Know. I hope it does come to that. Um, let me ask you: How often do you go on these comic cons? Wow, with Phil, we will go every year. Yeah, every year, and like it's funny because we're not together anymore. And I go, yo, MegaCon is coming in August. You want to go? But like it came like. Spur out of the moment. Like so naturally. Yeah. Like, like what the fuck? This chick is going to go with her ex-husband to MegaCon. <laughs> yeah. Because the person that I'm seeing is not into this. So I yeah. need to go with someone. <laughs> she, my girl's the same. She's not into it. And and I tell her, it's like, you want to come? She's like. Oh, you can come with you, us. You, you, you don't have to go if you don't want to. And she's like. Okay, have fun. Uh, <laughs> you could come with us. That was like, but, I mean, so it's nice to know that I still have Phil for that side yeah. of my life. And like, whenever a new Funko comes out, I tag him like, oh my God, did you see this Funko? And then I send it to the other person. He's like, I don't, I don't get it. You know, it's all, <laughs> I blame you for my son and addiction to have Funkos. To as Funkos? Well. Dude, in our old house, we had over 300 something Funkos. All of our walls were covered with a different theme. Jeez. And a lot of them, I would say like 50% were autographed. But my addiction to Funkos is not like yours in which you guys want to kind of catch them all. Yeah, like Pokemon. Yeah, no. Like my addiction <laughs> to Funkos is for certain characters that I cherish and love. Like if I want, if there's a Funko of Naruto and Sasuke, I'll get an, mm-hmm. a, a, a oh, Funko yeah. of Naruto and Sasuke. Okay. If there's, which I do have them. Yeah, we have the same Funko dealer. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, wait a minute. I got one of them right here. Hold on. I can show you. 
this is oh shit, don't fall, don't fall. There you go. This is one of my favorites. You take them out of the box. Oh, sacrilegio. <laughs> There's two that I haven't taken out of the box, and that's oh. <laughs> and that's the the one uh, Marcus Phoenix from Gears of War. Okay. Signed yeah, by no. John DiMaggio. Damn. Yeah, that's and John DiMaggio is my favorite guy because yeah. he's Bender. Of course. Like, did you did you get the clear case? Yeah, I got yeah. the clear case for yeah. it. Yeah, and it's signed inside. So once yeah. it's signed, I put it in the clear case exactly. and then seal it. Like exactly done. When it's stuff that's like it. that, <laughs> because uh, it's too much space for my small little room. So obviously, I, I have I have to put them out. But when it's mm. Sign stuff, you better believe that it's all sealed and contained like no motherfucker is yes. gonna get through in this shit. Dom yeah. DiMaggio, yeah, I had one for a Hero Killer Stain as well. Damn, that's an impressive collection. And <laughs> I got Natsu from Tom Habakern and Steam Bloom. Do you know who he is? I've heard of him. He does the books for Bits and Valentine, Cowboy yeah. Bebop, yeah, Samurai Champloom. And Zabuza and Orochimaru. So obviously. Damn. Impressive. Yes. Impressive. Oh, and I also met Jason David Frank. What? The nice. original green and white ranger. Is he a douchebag? I heard that he's a dick. Not at all. Really? And someone tried to kill him on the last Comic-Con that he was at. Someone tried to stab him or shoot him or some shit like that. If yeah. you try to stab him... Like that guy. Good luck. But you know what? It's when I read the article, I'm like, what the fuck? It had to be from someone from the inside that let him in. And this is why I say this. When you go to a Comic-Con, they check your weapons to make sure they're fake. They're not real. Exactly. And then they tag them. They tag. And whatever they feel is not safe, you can't bring it into the venue. Mm -hmm. So how the hell did this guy walk in with a book bag with a weapon and nobody checked him? And he got so close Mm -hmm. to this person that he felt threatened. Mm, That's a good point. Point because when we went to Comic Con, my cousin had a he's a he's a videographer, so he was mm-hmm. planning to bring all his stuff to to record at Comic Con and do like a little after movie and stuff. Right. When he came over, they pull him out and say, "Yo, we need to check everything." And then yeah. he has to pull everything that he had on his bag to exactly. see if it's a weapon. Exactly. Which was the funniest thing because he pull they pull up a lo- like a long light, which is a light. It's an LED right. light, but they thought it was a weapon. It's like, is this okay? And we were like, it's a, li- <laughs> it's an LED light, bro. I don't know how you're gonna kill something. But all right, all right, bet. All but right. that's what I'm saying. It's like it had to be that he knew someone that was probably working the line, mm. and they let him in because they're like the most thorough people in the world. Especially since there's a lot of um, cosplayers that take weapons. Yeah, like anybody that cosplays uh, Kingdom Hearts, they take their keys, they take their swords, so they have to be checked. Dude, I'm such a nerd. <laughs> nah, it's okay. I'm a nerd too. Like, I mean, I'm look such at a look. Nerd. <laughs> I mean, Kingdom Hearts right here. Yeah, I know, but this is kind of like, like, damn, Vixen. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Sephiroth right here, Gundam right here, and then that little corner right here. Like, it's like nerdy to me. <laughs> too many Gundams and Dragon Ball Cs and and other stuff in it. You know, like you're not look at look at my hat. Yeah, <laughs> does it get more nerdier than that? You know. <laughs> but yeah no he's not a douche like people were actually portrayed and I thought okay. he he was not because I've heard from it but it, it, he looked like that type of guy right but no he was super genuine super nice. and nice and maybe, maybe down to earth after the fact that somebody wanted to kill him <laughs> probably that's why he's like you know what let me be nice to this guy I don't want to get stabbed <laughs> But yeah, like this guy, and I didn't, I didn't want to take a picture because my cousin, that's his idol, J- Jason Devin Frank. So okay. I helped him. It's like, let me get your camera, bro. Let me, I'll, I'll take your yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah. Go, go. He did the go, line. Go, right. He signed, he signed up the poster, and he told him, you know, like, hey, is it okay if I can take a picture? He's like, yeah, absolutely. Let's get a good picture. And and he told me he's like oh yeah and he told he told me he's like hey you want to be part of the picture go give the camera to her get get sure. in the I'm like oh no no I'm uh, you're, I'm you're with him I, and, and he's like no 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 come in come in I was like ah, don't tell me twice <laughs> the one thing I will say is that that guy smelled of oh 
Cigarettes and Red Bull. Cigarettes and regrets. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. But other than uh, that, I was just a happy guy. I was like, yeah, whoa, fuck yeah. I didn't ask for this. And okay. And then he later asked to do the morphine time. <gasps> yes. <laughs> like he went, he went with my cousin. And my cousin was the Green Ranger and he was the White Ranger. So, no shit. so he looked at my cousin, go like, are you ready for this? He's like, yeah, let's do it. All right. It's morphine oh, time. Oh, that's awesome. Green Ranger, White Tiger. That's awesome. Oh my God. I was, I was like, that's awesome. Those are the moments I live for. <laughs> those are the moments, man. And now I appreciate it going then. And I want to go on every single one of them. I was ready to go to Pats that last year. Damn. Because that was all video games. And I'm more right. of a video gamer than, than anything else. Right, right, right. Uh, obviously, COVID happened. But I wanted to go to Pan, the Pats. West was it the the original one in Seattle? In Seattle, yeah. And I wanted I wanted to take my girl because obviously it's a fun trip for the family. Yeah. It's like, hey, let's go to let's go to Pat's. Yeah. Like, fuck it, you know, I'll be on the con. If you want to come to the con, you could come. If not, you could go and do sightseeing over there. Of but, but you know, shit happens. But well, you're welcome to join us for MegaCon. When is it? August twelfth through the fifteenth. All right. August 12th to the 15th. Yeah. Where is it at? In Orlando. In the convention center in Orlando. And if you go now, mm -hmm. the, there's a Hyatt literally across the street from it. And there's like a little bridge. So a lot of the, the people attending the Comic-Con oh. stay there and just cross over back and forth, back and forth throughout the day. And in that's and where can I get those tickets and then that website, right? In their website, in the megacon.com. And is there it. where I can actually apply to see if I can have a yes, panel? There's a there's a section for panels. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I might I might actually have to check that out because if I get it, then you know, obviously I'm done for it. <laughs> um now we we we're having such uh fun discussion. We, I think this is gonna be a part one, part two. <laughs> no, it's gonna be a part three for sure. For sure. Yeah, What's up? we're, what we're like two and a half hours left, and <laughs> I'm I got like a couple a few questions to end, but now I want to extend it even more. Go ahead. <laughs> and I want to continue on on the entertainment side, um, sure. more of the you know our our, our let's our let's world. get let's get ourselves nerdy for a bit, you know. Okay. Let's have the like the last thirty minutes of it, a little bit nerdy. Sure. All right. Ah, it went off. Oh. Ah. So get ready. We're going to have like a few discussions. No, um, this, is, this is like all new to me because I don't open up my nerdy side to everybody, just certain people. So now everybody be like, damn, this chick is cool. <laughs> <laughs> or, hey. damn, or damn, what a nerd. Unfollow. Hey, I'm very open about my <laughs> nerdiness. Like if, if my hats and my shirts doesn't tell you otherwise or my room itself where I do my show doesn't tell you otherwise, then this is true. You're right. You're right. You're but right. let's go with the... I'm going to circle back a little bit because you okay. say that Wonder Woman was your favorite character. Yes, she still is. She still is. is. And it was the original when you saw Linda Carter, Linda right? Linda Carter. Mm -hmm. All right. So we're going to go talk about the movie. No. Part two sucked. I was so disappointed. I... Wow. I haven't even... I haven't even... I was going to go into it. I was going to say, what do you think about part one and two? Part one was amazing. I loved it. I the storyline was great. It flowed great. It wasn't rushed. Um, I, the only thing I did like about part two, that they showed us more about Diana's world with the Amazonians. Um, I like that because I'm more interested in where she came from and how mm -hmm. she developed. Um, her storyline here on Earth was a fucking joke. Mm -hmm. I mean, it had a fucking little like moments here and there with Steve when she's like showing him you know, the modern world. But other than that, it was rushed. The CGI was like, my 12-year-old could do a better job. And then she's hmm. flying. Why couldn't she fly in part one? Where did this come from? Like, uh. <laughs> why couldn't she do, why couldn't she fly on the Justice League movie? Exactly. Like in where, the Batman where, versus where Superman. Where is this coming from? Like, yeah. When the Justice League. See, I hundred uh, percent agree with you because it was such a disappointment. I I didn't <sighs> care that it was on HBO Max because Not even though, even though it was on HBO Max, the movie itself was it was garbage. I mean, 
It was supposed to come on in October around my birthday because mm-hmm. I was supposed to go have see the movie then go have dinner and then go to Heart. I mean, Heart. Woo! Woo! Treehouse. Woo! Whoopsie. <laughs> Treehouse. I was supposed to go to Treehouse. Um, but it got pushed back to December. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll see you on Christmas with my mom and my sister. We were doing Christmas brunch. It was horrendous. I was not happy at all. I don't understand if it was pushed back. I don't understand why it was rushed. Like, and then I heard that it wasn't the same director as the first one. No, so Patty maybe, Jenkins. Yeah. Oh, it was her? Yeah, Patty Jenkins. The same person? Yeah. What the fuck? Uh, I, that's, thought, that's, I thought it was that, somebody else. That's that's why it, it it surprised me and my cousins because we all we all watched it and we all said the same thing in the group chat. Is say, uh, I have mixed feelings about this. No, movie. I, I hate it. And I was like, oh, I'm not gonna like this. I'm not gonna like this. Then I heard about the reviews in um China, and then later on, when I, once I saw the movie, that's where I saw the American reviews of Rotten Tomatoes and all these others. And I was like. Yeah, like I thought it was too feminist. Like they went too woke and didn't explore more her character. Her character, I agree. I like the beginning of it, how it explored her when she was a child and why she's like that. Like make a a full movie just on that and I'll be happy. And I feel like they didn't develop her character much in this movie. It was more like, you know, this is what women do, you know, not not to say anything bad about it. But I just felt it was too much. Like it was was more like in my face. Like it's right there. This is where we are. I I think that has to do with the day and age that we're living. Right. Uh, Right. And the Me Too pro, uh, pro, was it the Me Too movement? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I am woman, hear me roar. Uh, Which is fine. I don't have a I'm problem. I'm okay with it. I'm, a, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm a woman and I'm okay with it, but there's no need to, to put it in your face. face. Like that, sh- because that's the problem that I've been having with CW's um series with the Flash, with the Arrow, yeah. with the DC's Legends of Tomorrow. They put all this. All this um, double standards, me too's, and I'm open, gay and shit, what not to your face. Like they shove it up your throat, and this like, is dude, what it's there's like. There's no need. There's I'm no, like, like, there's no need. Like, there's no if the need. character is in the comic books, all right, you can implement it. You can do a right. character development exactly. matter, but they just shove it right right in your face, there's, and it's like no it's need. too much. Like, there's, I there's get no. it. I get you're with it. I get what you're uh, you're fuck with the times. I get it, but it. And I There's felt that need. Wonder Woman was just the same thing. It was like too. Sh- it was too much in my face. Like it was. And the villain, I have. Here's the thing: if like, I see if I see an actor in a previous movie, and then you're trying to portray a new actor, but I still a new character, but I still see you as the old character that you were playing. You're not selling me the role. Mm. I'm sorry. I was seeing Cheetah. I was seeing her the entire time as the blonde bitch from Bridesmaids. <laughs> okay I'm like really all right so that right there you were not the, the person strong enough to deliver that role you see i i have i have a mixed feelings about that because if a character it, it all comes down can you execute the character she did it that's how I that's I how i know whether did. you're a good or bad actress can you She's execute not. it unfortunately i didn't start with her and Pedro Pascal, I love that guy because he's As a great. The Mandalorian. Yeah, because he's a great Mandalorian. He was great <laughs> on Narcos, not, but not here. <laughs> no, it didn't execute well on At this all. movie. It felt very phony, and I don't know. know. I feel I I get what you're saying when it was rushed because I feel everything was too rushed. Like it was, it was. And another thing that I'm saying for them to bring the Mandalorian, which is like part of the biggest TV series out there and then this other actress from big funny movies into your movie is because your dialogue your your storyline was not strong enough to sell on its mm. own you needed to bring in extras to sell it mm. see I didn't thought about that part now it makes sense because that means you didn't have enough faith t- that for this movie to fulfill to sell that. You, on its own. Yeah, that you need other actors to bring it up. To bring to it up. To hype it up. To hype it up. Basically. And 
yo, and I, and it sucks that it was the same director as the first one because she did I, an amazing uh, job the first movie. And I give credits of it. I was like, shit, <sighs> the whole story, the character development, the whole. I, I loved it because she, everything. She, you see Wonder Woman as a badass bitch that she is. But yet you also see her give room for the other characters to come out and shine. Yes. I love that. It was balanced. It was great. It was it was amazing. In this one, it was all in your face. I have a vagina. You don't shut the fuck up. You're going to like it. And exactly. that's it. Exactly. And that's why it received poor credits. I'm surprised they open up for a third movie with the same di- director. I hope not. I, well, I hope not. I mean, Warner I Brothers is fucking it up again. Warner Brothers, because I mean, see, they don't have Warner Brothers. I think that's Warner Brothers' biggest flaws. They didn't. They're making movies so they can compete with Marvel and Disney. That's yeah. yeah. They're not doing. They're not doing it because you know they're doing it because they want to be in the same bubble in the same sphere. It's like yeah, we're competing with you. It's like, but guys, you did such a great job on the original Batman movies, like. The Michael Keaton movies, that was amazing. Of course. You fucked it up with the George Clooney and the other uh, one. And then you brought back a franchise with the Dark Knight series. Yes. Which is obviously with Christopher Nolan. That's the, like, the best I've ever heard for Batman. Nothing, Nothing <laughs> will beat Batman in any of the movies in that. And in such that they couldn't go more further on that direction. But they had right. to go more cart not comic book comic book ish. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. For and sure. and obviously they were I feel like they were they felt rushed that because Marvel is kicking up with, you know, with its movies and they're bringing the Avengers and shit right. like that. It's like, oh, we need the Justice League right now. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And look how bomb. Now we're about to receive the Snyder cut. Do you have any hope? <sighs> because technically we're we're it sets episodes but we're watching again the same movie only um different perspective that's like the selena story the selena movie and now she has a selena netflix series it's the same fucking story how many times are we gonna say it Mm, i get it it's just, there's nothing different now if in this new series they focus more on diana diana's upbringing and how she even wanted to become the voice for the human race and fuck yeah i'll watch i want to know her backstory because we don't really know diana's backstory we just know the little glimpses that they showed us now in part one and two i want to know how this little girl grew up to be diana how she trained with these amazonians how she decided to come in contact with the human world and why that's what I want to know. I want to. I want to see more like I want to see what's what's I, I want to see the character development on each member of the Justice League. I agree. That can I, act, I, I, that I like actually that. fits in with their own perspective movies. Uh-huh. I agree. And <laughs> it's, shit, it's hard. I mean, now I mean. Look at look what's happening right now that Warner Brothers is it's so fucked up. Is that well we cannot do DC U movies. Well, let's make standalone movies outside of the DCU. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's exactly what you should have done from the get-go and then have them all connected yeah. on one movie and one movie you had them all connected somehow and it was like right. oh shit that's what happened during this time mm-hmm. but now they're like you know standalone Joker great I mean it's not gonna do any bare part in the universe um, standalone Batman with Robert Pattinson I'm having oh mixed- my god don't even get me started on that one I'm having mixed feelings with it and the Why? trailer looks dope and the trailer yeah, looks but- like but here's the thing with the trailers, though. They're supposed to hook you. So what yeah. you see in the trailer, you're not going to see in the movie. He will always be Twilight vampire. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what. And I've seen I've seen other movies that he has acted. And he's like, OK, he's a great actor. But, <laughs> but 
I don't see him as. I don't see him as Batman. I he was a good character in, in Harry Potter oh. as one of the side characters. He didn't have a main role, and he was an amazing actor in the Twilight series. Team Edwards, hello. Yeah. But other than that, Batman, you're not. <laughs> like, and I'm surprised that he actually took the role for a franchise movie because well, I thought he, he was done. done. He hasn't done anything in a while, so I'm sure he, he funds are probably running low. <laughs> but he, but he, he, he's still collecting checks, royalty checks from the from Twilight. Yeah, you Twilight gets so? played all the time in FX. Yeah, but if you think of the of the time when Twilight came out, that's more my generation female fan bases. Mm. We're already grown up. We've we're over the vampire fantasy yeah stage. <laughs> so they're trying to like capture my daughter's age into the romance of Twilight. But it's kind of hard because my daughter is now into Harry Potter. She's into, you know, Jap anime. So it's kind of like Twilight is fading away. Mm. But it, I don't know. I mm. hope he does a good job. I, I, I know the story that they're going. They're going to go with the Hush story. Uh, and that's I, very... I think they could have gotten someone better. <laughs> I feel that too. Like I felt like was like he the only one available that day. <laughs> I mean, it's a big shoe to fill. It is. I mean, that one of the reasons why Ben Affleck stopped it's because he received so much criticism and oh, says like horrible. he couldn't fulfill it. And I feel he like he horrible. couldn't fulfill it. He couldn't. And and everybody, some of the people that say that well, he did a good job is because that one scene in Batman versus Superman where he actually kick ass in that one scene that he kick everyone's ass and demonstrate that's Batman. It's like, but all right, it. cool. But that was it. But that was it. Like, that was it. Like, you couldn't give me more like shit. Like, <laughs> and Christian Bale, shit, bro. Like, I hate the fact that you had to reject it yeah. because he would have continued on as Batman. And he has that dark persona. He has especially, it. Especially from the last movie he made was an American... Psycho, was it? Yeah, American Psycho. Yeah. So he has that dark, crazy persona. So he could probably deliver. Yeah, he did deliver. He could probably do it again. He could, man. But it's just a sud, man. Like, it's it's a big shoe to fill in. Just like Spider-Man. Spider-Man's a big shoe to fill in to be like, I don't know what your feelings about Tom Holland. To me. Oh, that's my daughter's man crush. (laughs) <laughs> to me, Tom Holland delivered excellently as Spider-Man. I love him. He's like, such a good Spider-Man. Do I, I feel him. like he's better than the rest? Yes. Personally, yes. I say he's better than Tobey Maguire. For and, sure. And, Absolutely. And, hands down. And better than Andrew Garfield. Oh, for sure. For sure. Oh, I couldn't stand him. And no, I couldn't stand <laughs> I couldn't stand Toby Maguire because the character of Toby Maguire, uh, it was so goofy and doofy. Like it's it so It was just so ugh. Yeah, like ugh. I don't remember <laughs> Peter Parker like this doofuses. No, and he wasn't even a good looking guy. He was yes. just no. And then <laughs> and then Andrew Andrew Garfield was so punky. It was like Yeah, I didn't like him either. So when no. they did Tom Holland, Tom Holland's He's character perfect. was just like Okay, now we're talking. Yeah. Now we're getting somewhere. He's perfect. Yes, I agree. Yeah, so so I'm in, I'm intrigued what's going to happen in this in the next Spider-Man movie when they bring all three characters and others. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm feel like that's where the sinister sits is going to come. Yep. Cuz mm-hmm. if they and it has to do something with the Doctor you Doctor Strange multiverse right. like yes. Oh, I love how Mar- <laughs> Marvel connects every movie with You know, oh. I'm a, I'm a DC fan but mostly because of Wonder Woman. Right. But I'm Marvel more Marvel movie wise. Movies, yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm with you with that. I love Batman. That's my favorite superhero character. But Marvel movies is just they're just perfect. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> they're just perfect. I'm still shocked that Endgame couldn't be like has won that many awards as it should. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I forgot what was the competition with Endgame. What was another movie? But I was like, the fuck? How the hell did Endgame not won this? Like this is visually beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Ready Player One. That was another good one. Ooh, Ready I Player love One. Ready Player One. They they killed it, was it on amazing. that one. 
I don't know. Was it very close to the book? I read the book. I saw the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, There were some differences, but I get why. Because mm-hmm. they, they're making a movie, so you need the movie to catch your attention. And there yeah. are some things in the book that would not have gone right. to feel. So I'm okay with the ending result of the movie. Oh, so it had a different ending. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> All right, you don't have to tell me because um, <laughs> I haven't read the book. And I felt that the ending of Ready Player One was like, It oh, was shit. amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. Let's just say that if you read the book and you saw the movie, you'll be happy with either one. Mm. Okay. I just I just saw when the moment they dropped that Gundam. My fantasy has <laughs> I live. Yep. That's all I needed to see. That's it. It was awesome. Yeah. It was amazing. <sighs> They're doing such good jobs with some of these um comic book movies, but obviously mm-hmm. when you're when you got a huge franchise like Disney backing it up. Yeah. <laughs> if only Warner Brothers would have ever followed Disney's footsteps of doing stuff that, that maybe they're not in the shithole that they are right now. I agree. So if Scarlet, um, no, I'm Scarlet Joe. Well, it's, we're going to talk about her. Um, Black Widow. So if Black yes. Widow decides to come uh, come again um Disney Plus, would you be able to see it? Or you'll wait for it on theaters? I didn't have an issue watching it at home, to be honest. Mm. I... That was fine. Um, the movie aspect of seeing it in the movie theaters, you always had people talking around you, mm-hmm. people standing up, the cell phones, you know, whatever. So seeing it in the comfort of my home, it was amazing. You know, I didn't have to pay for popcorn or soda. Of course. <laughs> I had it. Um, I don't think it's the venue or the location of where you see the movie, but the movie itself. Thank you. Because a lot of people like to criticize the fact that it's like, oh, it's because you didn't saw it in the movie. That's why they're losing it money. It's like, no, movie. that's not entirely true. Is if that, the movie sucks, it? the movie sucks. Mm-hmm. Whether whether you want to see him uh, on the movie screen or not, the movie it's sucks. It's the same movie. <laughs> yeah, it's the same movie. You can't see it otherwise. And that's, that's what I hear most of the time. It's like, that's why Wonder Woman didn't do so well. It's like, no, no. I saw it and... It was bad. And I had friends that saw it in the movie theaters and they said it was bad too. So... It's not the venue. No. It's the movie. <laughs> and it's unfortunate that, you know, some of these movie theaters are going about to... I, I see the end of movie theaters very soon. And yeah. soon it will be a niche thing. Like, going to the movie theaters is not like what it it's used gonna, to be. Yeah, like, it's going to be like the drive through It's, it's going to go away. It's it's not in us anymore. Yeah. And I like I liked, um, watching movies in my comforts of my home. If I can see Oh my the movie, God, I do too. Yeah. If like I see tonight, like tonight, my date night, we're going to be watching Netflix and ordering Uber Eats. Nice. And that's, that's our date night. Today. Nice. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm hoping <laughs> to watch Tenant tonight. Oh. And I, I mean, after I saw the first six minutes of the movie that they posted on YouTube uh-huh. and a clips here and there, I was like, yeah, I want to <laughs> see this. <laughs> like Tenet looks like Inception type mindfuck with, yes. the, with the Dark Knight's yes. influence. I don't know. I need to like drink wine and like settle down before I start watching. <laughs> I, I don't know what kind of space I need to have to watch this movie, but I know I'm going to watch it because I was on. I don't know if I had to watch it too many times to get it, but right. I, I know I'm going to watch it because it just looks phenomenal it does it really does i feel like that that's gonna be the future of movies it's gonna be all streaming because i mean look what happened to blockbuster it got replaced by netflix um, netflix before netflix it was Redbox. then netflix and now there goes that (laughs) there goes that and it's the same thing's gonna happen with movie theaters people do not want to set that but i mean it's it's inevitable, in the words of Thanos. It's inevitable. It's a, it's a gonna happen sooner mm-hmm. or later. And if anything, COVID just speed up the process. Of course. Of because course. think about it like this. Um, when was the last time you used a disc, a DVD disc or CD disc? I don't. And the funny thing is, I was cleaning out my my closet, and I found my original from like back in the day, the CD case. 
And I have like, oh my God, I have all of these CDs on my Spotify playlist. <laughs> I don't need to use them anymore. Exactly. <laughs> like, you don't need any more DVDs or Blu-rays or CDs anymore. Nothing. So it's like... It's all digital. Everything's all digital. So why do I need a movie theater if I can, if I can get it right here when on it's released? TV. And not only that, with Netflix, you can see it on your phone. So if you're on a trip or flying somewhere, you could stream it on your phone. So there's really no need. <laughs> any other any if any other apps that allows you to see it on your phone, like Amazon Prime Video, like Oof, yes, the the ability to watch it right here is just like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. I feel like when well, one of my cousins says that um, movie theaters is gonna be a niche thing. It, yeah, it, we're not gonna we're we're gonna have that one theater that's in our neighborhood, and that's pretty much that's it. Everything if, else, if 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 if, 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 because especially on video games, like right now, they're forcing everybody to to buy the consoles without the disc version. Mm-hmm. So now, the next generation after this, it's gonna be discless. Like yeah, there's no dis- everything is digital. Everything is streaming. Every- that's what's gonna be. So video games are already on that perspective. They're already exactly. ahead of the curve. Movie theaters are gonna be in the same thing. Now, oh yeah. Do you sure. think do you think that's gonna um affect the movie budgets? Yeah. Because now the movie companies are depending on membership fees to stream mm. on the apps. Absolutely. So and so when you're getting Gal Gadot to she she has a quota of this much. Now, in the next movie, it's not going to be released. You, you, we can only pay you this much because this right. is our budget. Exactly. That's going to be the it's interesting <laughs> times, I tell you. Interesting <laughs> times. So before we wrap this up, I'm yes. going to give you few two more questions left before we okay. wrap this up so we can end this. First question is, what are you currently doing and hope to accomplish? Well, I'm currently going back to school. For my law degree. Yeah. That's one of my big accomplishments. I've been recently on my own for over a year. So even living on my own, on my own budget, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's a goal because before I was depending on Phil's income and mine. So life was a little bit easier, but now it's just me. And just knowing that I have my own place and I I just took my daughter to Disney World for New Year's on my own dime. Nice. Not, not helping anybody else. And that to me felt very accomplished. One last question. Let's just say that you have the ability to turn back the clock and see mm-hmm. yourself when you were 10 years old. What free advice would you give your 10 year old yourself to carry on? Wow. Um, just be yourself. Don't try to fit in. You will fit in eventually with those that think the same of you. Don't think any less of yourself. You're amazing. Wow. Absolutely love it. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Vitsen, thank you for, for coming. Having me. No, it's it's been an honor and a pleasure for you to be here. I love that we've been here and wow, we've been here for three hours. So <laughs> We got a free part episode. So congratulations. Yeah. We, you made it to the free part episode. So thank you very much. I hope people watch. I hope so too. <laughs> and listen, I hope so too. So if you can help me up on that part. I got you. I got you. I appreciate it. <laughs> so before we finish it off, yes. plug yourself out. Like tell them if you got any announcements, any up and coming shows, where people follow you or reach you out for any of them. You can reach me on my Instagram, which is Vixen J-E-O-N. My Twitter handle is the same thing. Facebook is private. So it's just Instagram. Sorry, guys. No Facebook. Sorry, no Facebook. It's mostly for my mom because she knows if I'm alive when I check in. Um, You can find me at Treehouse Thursday through Sunday. That is my home. Um, We have great events coming up. Great things lined up. We are COVID- um, following all of COVID policies and procedures. Right. So you will be safe. <laughs> that's beautiful. Anything else? Any church announcements? You know, anything nope. new that's coming up very soon? You want the people to expect? Well, we're having a huge Valentine's Day show February, February 13th. Boom. It's Lucio, uh, Cosmic Gate, and like two other uh, DJs. 
big names. Uh, you can see the flyer on my Instagram. We still have VIP tables available. Ticket sales are running out because we are running at 50% capacity. And promo code EON saves you 15%. Nice. There you go. There you go. Thank you very much, Fitzin, for coming in. Thank you for having me. Uh, you're very welcome. Thank you guys for listening. And remember, it's a brand new episode with a brand new topic. So be sure to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at the Lone Wolf Podcast for SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and of course, the YouTube channel at thelonewolfpop.com. That's lonewolfpop.com. Comment down below. Let me hear your thoughts. Share your experiences. If you guys got a specific topic that you guys want us to cover it, please let me know and I'll be more than happy to do so. So thank you guys for tuning in and we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.